Hello, my friends. Welcome to season four of the FASD Family Life Podcast. This is the only show about FASD hosted by an FASD specialist and parent with 30 years lived experience. I'm Robbie Seal, your host and mom to five incredible people, including three teens diagnosed with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. As an FASD specialist and mom, it is my passion to help families thrive. You can learn more about me and the work of the FASD Family Life Podcast on my website, fasdfamilylife.ca. I started this podcast a couple of years ago to be the friend I wished I would have had when my kids were young and to bring hope to weary parents. I wanted to share what I've learned working in residential treatment and raising my own children impacted by trauma and prenatal alcohol exposure. I pour my heart and soul into this production of the FASD Family Life Podcast, and you know what? All this hard work is paying off. Since I started in 2021, the podcast has grown to over 51,000 downloads worldwide. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Thank you for liking this podcast, sharing it with your friends and your family, and maybe your kids' teachers. And if you've been with me for a while on this journey, thank you. And I'm, I'm happy to be back. You'll know that there's been an absence. And some of you have written to me to ask why. And Robbie, are you still doing the podcast? Thank you for writing. It means so much to me. You guys, it lights up my whole world when you write to me. So thank you for doing that. I just pressed pause in March. We had a lot going on and I just needed to to take a moment, you know, to refocus my energy. I had every intention of coming back to the podcast much sooner. But you guys, you know how sometimes when the winds of change blow, they don't know when to stop. That's what's been going on over here. So while I haven't been recording podcasts, believe me, I've still been working hard in the world of FASD, working hard in my family and, and just trying to keep, you know, everything all together. Let me share a little bit of it, about what's been going on with you guys, because we're in this together. The last episode I released was on March 4th. And since then, I hadn't released anything because actually I took a full-time job at the end of February, working in the world of FASD as a provincial supports coordinator with the Métis Nation of Alberta. So it's been my tremendous pleasure and honor to join uh, that government and to learn more about Métis culture and to be part of that team supporting families and individuals who have FASD. But of course, it doesn't just stop there, does it? Also, you know, we talk a lot about transitions on this podcast and in the world of FASD because our kids can really have a hard time with transitions. In this very same season, we are preparing ourselves and our youngest son, who's 15, to transition from grade nine into high school. And so that means, of course, talking with his teachers, trying to discern which would be the better high school or high school program for him to go to. In the midst of all of this, we got thrown a curveball that the track we thought we would be going down might not be the best track. We had to find a different school that would better meet our son's needs, not just his needs, but also his strengths. Because if we just plan for the needs, we're missing what, 80% of the person? We wanted to plan for his strengths too, which are incredible athletic abilities. So we went on a hunt um, together with talking with the school and talking with the different schools in the area. Where, where can we go? Well, we found the right school for our son. And of course, that meant that we have to move to be in that district. 
you know, here we are end of February and I've taken a new job. We're trying to find a new school for my son. And suddenly we've come to the realization that now we have to sell our home and move our family. Okay. Are you guys, are your head spinning yet? Like that's a lot for any family, but how about a family with five kids? How about a family with three teenagers who have FASD? This is no small feat. And so I've had to just take a step back from the podcast and I miss you guys so much. I miss talking with you. I miss getting your emails, but I've had to take a step back in order to put my energies where I was needed most. And that was, you know, the new job, finding a high school for my son, uh, listing our house for sale, purchasing a new house. And there's been other changes that have gone on in the midst of all of that. But just just so you know, I'm not gone. It's just been a lot over here. Things are beginning to settle. Uh, I'm loving my new job. And that work has been really fulfilling. My colleagues and coworkers are amazing. Uh, we have found an ideal school for my son. It's not FASD specific. You guys know those don't uh, those don't exist. So we're going to try to create the best fit for him at this new school that also has an outstanding athletics program. So that's where he's going to rise. That's where he's going to blossom. And that's where I am planning on building him up in his area of strength and also have the long-term plan that he will gain life skills and job skills at high school to support his transition after high school. I'm trying to cobble together a bridge. You know, we talk about bridges to bridges to the next path. It can be really challenging helping our teenagers um, find steady footing after high school. And those of you who have kids that age know what I'm talking about. So I'm trying to lay some foundations that I hope will enable him to transition intentionally and well after high school. We found a beautiful house too. Uh, close to the high school. And one of the goals I had was that he'd be able to walk to high school. I didn't want him taking the bus. I think he could handle it. I think he might handle it too well, if you know what I mean. Have bus pass, will travel. thought that might not be in his best interest. So we have found a school within walking distance so that he can ride his bike, skateboard, or walk to school. The other transition we have coming up this year is that our 18-year-old daughters, our twins, are graduating high school. At the top of their class, you guys, let me say that again. Our 18-year-old twins who have FASD are graduating from high school at the top of their class. They blow my mind. I am so incredibly proud of them. Like I just said, I'm trying to lay foundations for next steps. And these two are putting the brakes on me hard, you guys. And I know you know what that's like too, but I want to say, okay, what's next? What are we going to do in the summer? Do you want a job? Do you want to plan for college? Do you want to? And they're like, mom, stop, mom. I can do one thing at a time. Let me focus on graduating. Okay. I have to hear that. I have to, I have to adjust. If you guys haven't figured it out by now, pretty type A, I want things done and I want them done quickly and I want them done, you know, perfectly. But anyway, my kids are teaching me again. They're always teaching me, but they're teaching me again. Mom, slow your roll. Let me finish this. Let me get this done. Then I will turn my attention to the next steps. Okay. So I'm learning to slow it down, to pause, to go at their pace. I have some ideas about the next steps. So do they. It's just that they can't hold space for that right now. Is that the end of the world? No, it's not. They're graduating. They're not stressed out. They're loving it. When they started school, they were so eager and cute and ready to go. 
And, you know, it was by November of grade one, November of first grade where they were failing. And that, that ship did not turn around for a long time. Grade two was a complete washout. It was in grade two that finally we got some academic testing. And that's when we also got the diagnosis of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. That was way back in 2011. And you guys, that's what set me on this path that I'm on now is when my kids got that diagnosis. And I'm like, what does that even mean? What does that mean for my parenting? What does that mean for their lives? And I began to learn and learn and learn, find support, look on the internet. I mean, 2011, there wasn't a lot out there, you guys, but find what I could. I had some really strong support here too, through coaching families, through Catholic social services, coaching families programs. I had a FASD coach to guide me and and give me some resources that was profoundly helpful. And a a lot of what I share with you in the podcast comes from what I learned from there, along with learning from Dr. Jacqueline Pye, who's been on this uh, program. And then um, I, I've gone to conferences and some of you have, have heard my story about being a single mom with a whole bunch of kids wanting to attend an FASD conference and not having the 300 bucks to be able to go or the $500 to be able to go. And so I just got dressed up in my conference kind of clothes and I just walked in and went to a conference and I learned a lot. I think I did that twice to be able to learn what I needed to learn about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. But back back then in 2011, my girls were struggling and they were ready to drop out of school. Let me tell you, by Christmas time of grade one, they were ready to be school dropouts. A lot of love, effort, tears, and teamwork have been poured into these girls to bring them to where they are today. And I, I'm so grateful for the school that we found that has a learning strategies program. Academy at King Edward in Edmonton, Alberta has been a godsend to us and utterly life-changing for my girls. And it was in mid to late grade three, they began to read by grade four. They were earnest readers and they stayed in that school from grade three all the way through grade 12. In junior high, they blossomed in, in these really hungry learners and and we're doing so very well in school. Uh, I, let me say that that is a very accommodating school, small class sizes. Every single student has an IEP, an individualized education plan. All kinds of supports are given to the, all of the students in that school. And the teachers have been wonderful to build relationship with me and to, to look at this as a team effort and to learn about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and to go to some trainings to learn even more. And that's when things really turned around. That was when the girls were in fifth grade, when the teachers began taking some training. I mean, I'm babbling on, but here we are. The girls are graduating top of their class. It's amazing. So that's what's happening for us. My husband continues to work. I have a new job. The twins are graduating high school. My son is moving from junior high school up to high school. My older daughter, who is 27 now, she's a mom of a little guy who my grandson, he's so cute, you all. He's almost two years old. He's doing so great. And my daughter is doing amazing. Really, I couldn't be prouder. She is such a great mom such a great mom. I I'm so proud of her. And my eldest daughter, I don't talk about her a lot on the show, but my eldest daughter is in a master's program at the university of Victoria. She's just rocking it. And this very weekend, she's at a conference where she's co-presenting a paper that she co-wrote with um, a professor. 
So my gosh, there's a lot going on here. And while I'm giving you guys the highlights, these are the wonderful things that are happening. You know, you all know, because you're in the same boat I'm in, you all know that this takes a lot of intentionality, a lot of effort and steals a lot of energy and sleep from us. So I've been literally burning the candle at both ends. And so that's why I had to step back from the podcast, but never did I intend to be gone. And I'm so happy too, that while I stepped away and we didn't talk about this, but Natalie Vecchione, who's a friend of mine and also a fellow uh, FASD podcaster and mom, she came back to podcasting. She's the host of FASD Hope. She has to step away too, because of some responsibilities that she needed to take on for her children. And we're just delighted to have Natalie back in the family of FASD podcasters. She is amazing. So I guess that's where I'm at. I had wonderful things planned from the month of May. It was going to be beautiful. I had recorded these episodes with birth moms and they were sharing their story. And I wanted to elevate and respect the voice and the story and the experience of birth moms. And I had beautiful women that I recorded episodes with. And in preparation for those episodes and moving some things from my computer to the external hard drive, I lost them all. I I lost those four episodes and I probably lost another 20 episodes. So that also kind of changed what this little uh, intermission period was going to be like. I would have had that filled in with other things, but it got lost. And I was disappointed. But then I thought, well, what am I going to do about it? I'm just going to have to roll with it. You know, lots of being an FASD parent teaches you to, you know, you can get all upset about stuff, but if it's outside of your control, you've just got to roll with it. I have a really exciting episode coming up very soon with a remarkable young woman who has FASD. Her name is Lauren Richardson, and she lives on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Canada. Every year, she does something remarkable to raise awareness of FASD for FASD Day, September 9th. And this year, it's outstanding what she has done. She has done things like purchased with her own money that she's raised through GoFundMe pages or whatever. She's she's hired out great big billboards for FASD Day, raising awareness. She did that herself. And the next year, she hired bus ads. Again, raised the money through GoFundMe pages and then hired bus ads for September 9th on the city of Victoria and on Vancouver Island. Like, what I I have ideas, but I don't have ideas that big. And I certainly don't have the gumption to do that. And here she just goes, she does it. Last year, uh, Lauren told me she had a dream, what she wanted to do to create a partnership to raise awareness about FASD with the BC Lions, which is a professional football team within the Canadian Football League. And uh, next week, I'm going to have Lauren on the show to tell you about that dream that she had and where she's at with that. Like this woman is like without limits. She is amazing. So I look forward to bringing that to you. And I have recorded an episode with Dr. Jared Brown. So that will be coming too. So there's good things coming. I have missed you very much. Uh, Some of you have written to me to go, Robbie, where where have you been? And I feel like you're my friend and I want to hear more from you. And I want to hear from your guests. Thank you for doing that for me, for writing to me and encouraging me. I appreciate that because I'm a mom just like you are and I'm living, I'm living all the chaos just like you are. So if you have the thought to write to me, please do at FASDfamilylife at gmail.com just to send me a quick note. I would love it. And if this sounds a little babbly, I apologize, but I just wanted to get on here and, and have a little chat. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. And please remember the struggle is real and so is success. Thanks for being with me. I'll talk to you soon.